Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, guys, gals, welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. Uh, you got with you today the Knucklehead Stephen, and uh, and I'm excited about uh, hosting our next guest, uh, Dr. Natalia Vihovsky. Dr. Natalia Vihovsky. She's a a world-renowned um, author, keynote speaker, I would say leadership expert. She may not classify herself that way. The reason why I say that is anybody who's willing to be vulnerable on a worldwide platform <laughs> in a stage communicating with uh, type A business executives and telling them about uh, telling them about how to handle conflict is, uh, is a leader, uh, in my opinion. So I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to communicate with us. Uh, so welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you so much, Stephen. I'm very, very well, and I'm really excited about the opportunity of sharing my failures with your audience and hopefully spreading a little bit more positivity and openness and, uh, yeah, maybe even vulnerability and self-acceptance and forgiveness. Yeah, well, I, I think that that would be a great place to start. So, uh, Natalia, is that okay if, I, if we say yeah, sure, Natalia? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay. All right, so... Uh, Let's let's start let's start with with two topics. One that comes to my mind is uh, when I communicate with uh, doctors, whether they're MDs, PhDs, people who've who've dedicated their life to becoming a an expert in the kind of the the educational arena. How do you delineate between the work that you've put in and saying, "Hey, listen, you know what? I'm still a human being." Uh, given that that the the people who run in those circles, they 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 pride themselves on those letters or those those acronyms that follow their name at the end. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I could uh, totally be living like I'm a doctor, and everybody who approaches me needs to call me doctor. And I'm very special, and I'm unique. And you know, I've studied for I don't know ten years or more because now I'm living my life up there. And and then what? That does not mean anything to me because. For me, I have a very different way or perception of modern leadership. For me, modern leadership started with the idea of Robin Sharma, who said, lead by example. But I realized that this is not enough for me. I realized during my sabbatical that I need to live by example, which is based on Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world. And I... What I don't like about the world is that people in high positions, they, they interact in a way as if there's something better and they think they made it and now they're there. And I promised to myself that once I built my stage, once I designed my dream life and my dream career, I will give my best to show myself as a true human being with all of her flaws and all of her great and average aspects, because this is how I want human beings to be. I want us to be more human. I want us to be more connected. And I just cannot stand this fake blah and this this power trips of some, some people up there because it leads to nothing. And you do not need to be an expert to see that the system, the way how we live, the way how we work with each other is terribly broken so be the change you want to see with the world start with yourself with being less of a i don't want to use swear words asshole <laughs> or prick yeah no, but I be yourself be kind be awesome yeah 
Well, I appreciate the uh, appreciate that uh, one because we started this show as we were talking beforehand uh, with a real knuckleheaded, just stupid move that I that I made. Really, um, you know, I've heard it said before that the the positive change or the the negative uh, slant that you that happens in your life it it happens in a moment, but all of those moments preceding that actual decision that you make. Um, those, those are the ones that really, quite frankly, just don't get talked about that much. Um, it's, it's, it's more reactionary. Let's diagnose the problem after there's a huge blow up. Um, and I, you know, I, I compromised, uh, I compromised, um, the environment that I had worked really, really hard to, uh, to create, not just for my family, uh, but also for my, you know, for my sales team at that point in time, because of a mistake that I had made. However, the key to, to processing that failure, to processing that mistake was to say, you know what, I, I was the one that was responsible for it, irregardless of whether or not I was provoked. It's my fault. I did it. However, uh, in today's world, I, there's, there seems to be this, this um, lack of acceptance of individual responsibility that really blurs the line when people say things like you said about be the change that you want. It's almost as if they want to be that change and and let everybody else around them uh, accept them for who they are versus uh, realizing that things can go terribly wrong if you don't actually own uh, your actions and the results of some of the decisions that you've made. Is that off base to say that? Or do you feel like you you agree with uh, with that premise? I have the feeling that everybody wants change, but nobody's willing to change. And that's a huge Mm. problem. You need to start with yourself. You need to start with the person in the mirror. And as you said, you need to take responsibility for your thoughts, for your actions, for your emotions. You know, when you don't accept yourself, when you are not nice to yourself, when you um, beat yourself up with your mind or in your mind all the time, when you on the inside are conflict and war, don't expect your outside to be different. It's all interconnected. So it all starts with actually learning how to love and accept and respect yourself. And I know that some people will now think, oh, that sounds like hippie bullshit. You know, think about it what you want instead of labeling it give it a shot, give it a try, and maybe start with meditation, which is not nothing religious. It's just like taking out the garbage that you have in your head once per day and allowing yourself, let's say three minutes, you know, start with three minutes and just breathing properly and feeling the silence and the peace and the balance that could be there. Change from running around like a little crazy person who's aggressive, who's, I don't know, somebody did something and this and that, 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 that. realize that you create your own reality and your experiences and your whole work, um, yeah, everything around you in your work and private life based on what's going on in your mind. So if you want to change, start on the inside. Well, did you, did you... How long did it take you to come to that realization prior to your sabbatical? Because quite, quite frankly, not, not very many folks that, I, that I've been able to meet um, are afforded the opportunity to actually go on a sabbatical. So walk us through how you arrived into the conclusion that, you know what, I need, I need to get away from what I was a part of before and clear my head, so to speak, take a breath. I've heard it said before. It, it, t- talk to us a little bit about your pr- steps prior to the sabbatical that you took. 
Sure. So I finished my studies and I accepted the first job that I ever got. And it was for the government and it was in the educational sector. I realized, fantastic, but the way how the public sector works and my perception is not efficient enough. It's not results driven. And I talked to a lot of people working in this field and they said, well, you have amazing benefits and stability and money, but that's not how it is. If you want to have competition, if you want to you know, go out there and build, go into private economy. Fantastic. I changed to private economy, then worked in the field of marketing and realized I'm not happy there as well until I realized there was a pattern. I live in the illusion that my next job will be better and that I will be happy when da 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 And that's nonsense. So... I reached a stage in which I had it all in quotation marks. So my team and I were on the cover of leading industry magazines all over the Middle East and Africa. We won excellence awards. I was on the cover of magazines. I drove a fancy sports car. I was celebrating luxurious parties. I made it again. People said, wow, you're so young and you're such an inspiration. And I thought, gosh, I feel so empty. This is all so shallow. And if I need to continue living like this for the next 60, 70 years, I, I would rather shoot myself because this, this gives me nothing. It makes me unhappy. And I just don't, I, I don't think that this is what life is all about. This sure. is, that's not adding value. I felt like a wasted resource. You know, when I drove to work at a certain stage, I stopped smiling. My body even told me that this is not the solution. I was continuously sick. Until I realized, um, you know, I, I asked for science. I said, something needs to change. I don't know where it goes. Until I saw a few posts on social media. The first one was, as I mentioned earlier, be the change you want to see in the world. And the second one was, the pain that you're going through is self-created. And I thought, wow, okay, so I need a break. And I need to start doing my homework. And my homework was figuring out what makes me happy. What's my definition of success? What does career mean to me? Where do I want to work? How do I want to work? What are the people that I want to have in my life? What do people say the day that I die? What kind of impact do I make? So I realized that the only way of getting there was to really take a long break um, and to, yeah, to, to face these very, very painful questions. That's how I got there. Absolutely. Well, the time necessary in order to answer those questions authentically um, how, how, what was that process like? Because it sounds like prior to that, um, some of the emptiness that you were feeling is, is either you had answered those questions on the surface or you hadn't answered them authentically. What, what changed about your, your answers as you were going through it and, and the time that you, the time that you took? I, I realized that I have been a people pleaser all of my life. So I've been raised in a rather conservative Christian Catholic way, um, which gives respect to authority and to elder people, which is generally a very good idea. But I've been doing, you know, I've been studying and I've been living my life in a specific way because this is what my community or my society or my parents, my friends wanted me to be. And I realized that I, that I made others happy, but at a certain stage I realized I cannot make everybody happy. And then when my body was telling me, you need to do something because, you know, you only have this one body. And uh, doctors were telling me, you need to change because this can go chronic and this can turn into cancer. 
um, I realized, wow, this is, this is crazy. Apparently my soul maybe wants to tell me something um, that is manifesting in my body because I'm too stupid or I'm not courageous enough to open Pandora's box and deeper. Um, so I decided to go all in and to face whatever I needed to face um, until I had answers that would feel right, that wouldn't trigger that anxiety, that would feel as if I'm heading towards the right direction. And as you said, it's a process, it's a journey. And I needed to literally unlearn everything that I've ever learned about every concept, about politics, about myself, about career, about family, about life, about friends. I always took these things and I said, what does my society uh, want me to believe about that? What do my parents and my friends want me to believe? What do I actually believe? And then accepting this answer was ridiculously painful sometimes. For example, I mean, I was, I was 29 back then. And a lot of people in my um, environment would be like, oh my God, I want to get married. I want to have children. Oh, it's so amazing. You need to do that as well. And I very honestly thought that's the most ridiculous thing that I could do right now. Like the last thing that I want is getting married and having kids. And I know you're going to have an opinion about that, but I don't care. It's, it feels super wrong. So I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. Maybe one day, but not now. And that saying that, gosh, it was painful. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, especially go, given the uh, people pleasing uh, component yeah. of what it is that you wanted to say. You're like, I don't want to disappoint you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I've got to live with me. So I, I have to tell you that. Um, yeah. Well, it, you're right. You hit the nail right on the head in terms of it being courageous. And some people equate you know, courageousness with the physical act or courageousness with. Um, uh, putting themselves in unnecessary risk positions, um, and you know, I liked it that you 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 pointed out uh, the view of courageousness as, as the willingness to ask and be honest with uh, yourself. And I can imagine after having gone through that exercise, you know, you feel fantastic about yourself. You feel very equipped. You feel really, quite frankly, ready to go out there and kick somebody in the teeth and take over the world and build your empire. Uh, and and I'm sure that. I'm sure that you may have ran into a little bit of resistance at that time. I, I, I'm not assuming, I'm just assuming, but can you provide an example of where, you know what, I'm, I'm equipped. I just did this exercise. And then all of a sudden <laughs> things just didn't uh, unfold the way that you thought that they could or would. Uh, do you have an example where things didn't go uh, according to plan? Yeah. I mean, I, I realized that, okay, so now I've done all of this and, I know who I am and I somehow know in which direction I want to go. But then I realized that I do not have the skills that it requires me to get there. It's like fantastic. So I did all of the self-work and I thought it's done. It's over. No, it's basically hitting the, the reset button. So I needed to learn how to write. I needed to learn how to speak. I needed to learn how social media works. I needed to build a new circle of of friends and no matter where I would go to I would tell them you know I'm out there and I'm building my life I'm building my career and they said yeah but such a job doesn't exist and I said I know I'm, I'm building it for myself yeah yeah you know people would raise their eyebrow think I'm crazy think that I want too much and I would tell them you know I know it doesn't make sense right now 
that within the next two, three, four years, you're going to see me on the cover of magazines again. This time I will be on my own. And I will add value with doing exactly that. What you think is just a hobby and not a real job. I know I can do this. And if you truly wanted to do it, it's the same thing as well. So coming up with unconventional ideas and unconventional ways of making money and designing your life is just... And no matter who you're going to meet, who's not on that same mindset or vibration, will again tell you in your face that you're not. So you need to overcome that and um, ignore it, you know, let it, I don't know, well, go you somewhere. Said, you said, you said um, outside the box. And the way that I frame things up is my background's Marine Corps. So I, 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 I uh, attribute it to an experience where if you're shooting on the rifle range, you have your left and right lateral limit. Your left and right lateral limits are this is the safe place to point your weapon to make sure that you're you're um, you're pointing it in the direction it needs to go, but you're also keeping everybody else safe, right? And mm-hmm. so there's this thought in life as you're going through uh, these experiences that in order for everybody else to be safe, then you need to stay within your left and right lateral limit. You need to work your the job that's provided for you. The um, the opportunities that uh, that society or or circumstances or or institutions provide for you, you need to be okay with staying within your left and right lateral limit. So whenever you start talking about getting outside of that, it it creates a a very uncomfortable atmosphere for somebody who's not used to being outside of the box. Um, how do you help people like that be all right? And you just go do what you do. How have you, how have you learned to work with people who don't think the same way that you do? Well, there are two ways. And the thing is, I, my background is German. So I always use that as a hook to, to start a humorous way to talk about it. So I say, you know, I'm German. I'm very straightforward. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to hear my opinion? Or, you know, we just changed the topic. And then if people are interested, then I tell them what I believe. And when I realize through small talk or whatever that their minds are not ready or open for that, I just let them talk, you know, nod my head, and uh, make sure that I leave this scenario and this situation as soon as I can. Because you cannot change people in the sense that you can plant seeds, but a person needs to actively decide to change. And people only change when the pain of staying the same is bigger than the pain of change. So if a person doesn't change yet, that person haven't suffered enough yet. So, um, you know, maybe they need to um, uh, be part of, a, of an accident. Uh, maybe um, they need to develop a horrible disease. Uh, maybe they need to lose a family member. I hope that none of this is true. Right. But unfortunately, um, yeah, people only change when, when they face a horrible alternative and i think that's just wired in us we're we need our comfort zones we want the illusion of stability and and safety um but yeah i mean if you work enough on yourself you will vibrate on a level that you attract the same type of people and then you can push each other to get elevated to the next level and everybody who's not ready for that you know let them where they are except for when they ask you for advice Interesting. 
Interesting. So that is, is the permission, so to speak, uh, to be able to help them be, uh, have that catalyst type of experience for them to go through that change. Um, mm. that's a great principle to, uh, to govern yourself by, especially since relationships, quite frankly, they're, they're the key to adding flavor, uh, just about, to just about anything in your life. I was talking with somebody a couple of days ago about, you think about the worst experience you've ever had in your lifetime. My, I wouldn't say every single time, but the majority of it, 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 it was probably because you were alone. Uh, if you think about the most incredible, riveting, fun, vibrant experience, dynamic, you probably were with somebody, right? Because you're able to, you're able to share that experience with them. So uh, common suffering creates a culture where, um, you know, where rising tides can raise all, raise all ships. I, I, I like that that common denominator between the suffering that you've gone through, what you're talking about is the common self-examination and the courageous steps that you've taken behind closed doors allows you the opportunity to come out uh, on stage and communicate to folks authentically. So, uh, and you do that, right? So you, you're, you, you speak, uh, do you speak exclusively in Europe or do you speak all over the world or tell people a little bit about where you speak? I, I do two things. So I, I coach or coach Zalt people as I call it, cause it's literally a mix between coaching and consulting. Got it. And I also speak on stages. It could be well, the last speeches have been in Germany, in Croatia, in Slovenia. Um, I was in the U.S. twice last year. So, you know, I speak wherever people want me to be. It could be a conference. It could be a um, uh, like a training for a specific company. Everybody who wants to learn more about personal branding. And, and my perception of personal branding is very, very broad and very specific broad and specific at the same time because I do believe in a in a personal branding concept that starts on the inside that starts with understanding who you are okay. and with knowing and loving and accepting yourself and then you know you can create all of the other magic. So yeah, this is why I'm what I do. Fantastic. Where can people where can people find you? I mean I, I would imagine that there's not a whole lot of uh, Vihovskis uh, running around named Natalia in their Dubai. Maybe I'm off base, but I can imagine. How can people find you? Uh, I, funnily enough, there is another German with the same name, Natalia Vihovsky. Oh, my Hilarious. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but she's not a doctor. So you will find me on the doctor. Natalia. There you go. There's the difference. There's the difference. <laughs> There's the difference. I love it. I love uh, so, uh, but the best way to find me is on my webpage, thinknatalia.com. I'm very active on Instagram. You'll find me under at thinknatalia. And on LinkedIn, which is my favorite platform under at Dr. Natalia Wiehowski. So if you want to you know, get inspired, learn more about um, yourself, about personal development, about um, personal branding, how to become a more authentic, great human being, then follow me and send me your questions. I love it. Well, there you go. You heard it. You heard it from her on how to connect, on how to follow, and how to curate that material. So here at Knucklehead, we... Uh, we decided uh, a while back that the the illusion of trying to act as if you're perfect uh, it just doesn't work very well because quite frankly it's just it's it leaves you empty it leaves you and, and there's quite frankly no set of of rules that you can govern yourself by that will lead to solving everybody else's problems um, so you may as well just embrace the fact that you're gonna screw up you're gonna fail but you got to go out and start getting your wins so you can build your self confidence the exact same way. Uh, that Dr. Natalia had talked about, excuse me, Natalia had talked about, um, the, the relatable 
uh, way of, of going about it. So uh, we also encourage you, don't be a beta about the process. And we say that kind of tongue in cheek, letting you know, hey, listen, you can be the alpha of your life without being, um, you know, turning other folks off. I mean, challenge yourself uh, to be different than what you have been so you can be better. But surround yourself with people who make you think a little bit differently. And, and that's what we did here today. So we appreciate Dr. Um, excuse me. We appreciate you, Miss Natalia, for uh, taking the time here with us. Um, anything else that you want to close uh, the show with? Any, any, any other last nuggets that you want to share with these guys? I think that another idea that really changed my life, which is very important to me, is that authentic is the new perfect. So focus on being you, the you that you are at the kitchen party, that you are at the family get-together, the you that makes people smile, the you that makes people feel home, instead of playing a role of being so important and so smart. Because the more you you are, the more the people who need you and that you want in your life will be able to find you. So authentic is more important than being perfect. So go out there, share your message and start. Yeah, that's uh, very valuable information. For those of you who are right in the midst of making that change, um, she gave you a, a couple different ways to connect with her where you could probably interact with uh, where she was um, at that point in time in her life. And so to help them take those next steps. So we encourage you to just don't, don't stop. I mean, you're a, a project that always needs to continue to be uh, worked on. So don't, don't think because you're not where you want to be just yet that you're not on the right path. Uh, and if you're not, then you have to have those authentic conversations with yourself. Um, but, but Dr. We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I don't want to uh, belabor the point anymore. Anything else that uh, we else, or excuse me, if anybody else has any other questions, she, she told you how to get in touch with her. And then you can always listen to Knucklehead Podcast. We have a new episode coming out uh, every Tuesday. So uh, for those of you who want to get in touch with us, knuckleheadpodcast.com or on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the social media platforms that she just talked about there. So we appreciate you. Have a great rest of the day, guys. And talk to you soon. See you.